next on the 5 o'clock report. They're trying to track down these assailants. Right now we're numerically tied. Block off some time for spending with close family and friends. He is up talking, breathing. We do ask that you pray with us for everyone impacted by this tragedy. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Tracy Lynn. Four teens are in the hospital after a shooting in Philadelphia. Two 15-year-old girls and two 16-year-old boys are reported to be in stable condition after an attack late this morning outside of a hair salon. John Paul with ABC 6 News. Seems to be all centered around this store on the corner. The beauty lounge where you can see uh, there is some shattered glass. We're not sure if the bullets maybe were fired from the inside or the outside. Police say someone inside a silver Hyundai SUV started shooting at a group of students standing outside that business. President Biden is mourning with those who were killed at a mass shooting at a Walmart in Chesapeake, Virginia, late last night. Mr. Biden says more tables across the country will have empty seats this Thanksgiving due to another horrific and senseless act of violence. Police confirming today the suspect was a night manager at the store. Six victims have died and the suspect is dead from what we believe was a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin. We need to support these families that are facing the unimaginable. This woman's brother was one of the four hospitalized. He actually was shot in the side. Um, he is up talking, breathing. Chesapeake City Manager Chris Price says we are united in our support for the victims, their families, their co-workers and our entire community. And we do ask that you pray with us for everyone impacted by this tragedy. Investigators believe the shooter opened fire on other employees in a break room. Police in Israel on high alert following the killing of a Canadian teen in a pair of bomb blasts. Correspondent Robert Berger is in Jerusalem. Police have stepped up patrols. They're urging people to be vigilant, to look out for suspicious objects. They're also, of course, trying to track down these assailants who they believe are Palestinian militants. 18 others were injured in the blast, including two Americans. Back in the U.S., the pace of interest rate hikes could slow down soon. That's according to newly released minutes from the Federal Reserve's meeting earlier this month. The Fed has been steadily raising interest rates this year to fight soaring inflation. Yet some Fed officials said slowing the pace of increase could reduce the rise of instability in the financial system. There's been speculation rates could top 5 percent next year. Seven Michigan State University football players are being charged with assault for allegedly attacking U of Michigan football players. 880 Radio notes. Video caught them beating Michigan players in a tunnel after losing to them last month. One player, Kari Crump, has been charged with felony assault. Since most of us only cook a whole turkey once a year, we may feel a bit rusty when it comes down to the Thanksgiving meal, but help is available from the Butterball Hotline. Operators aren't just winging it. Now we're going to play Name That Part. They learn everything they need to know to help the 100,000 home cooks who call the line every season. They're also staffed up to help you on Facebook, Twitter, by email and text, where as many as 5 million cooks ask a whole lot of questions. That's Stacey Lynn reporting. Still to come this Wednesday, a loss for New York State's gun restrictions, speculating on house control in PA, and focusing on gratitude. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather. 
weather forecast. We've got no weather-related issues locally or regionally. Our next weather maker is low pressure that will deliver some rain on Friday. Another system will do the same on Sunday. In the meantime, for the night tonight, generally clear. Chilly, low temperatures, mid-20s to the mid-30s. Tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day, ample sunshine and pleasant. High temperatures, mid-40s to low-50s. Thank you, Kevin. Now for more of what's happening where you live in New York and Pennsylvania. Another loss for New York State's gun laws. A federal judge has granted New York gun owners the right to carry inside private businesses that are open to the public. Attorney Barry Covert. It's a very gloomy, gloomy future for any portion of the new gun regulations. I think that they're pretty much all going to be held to be unconstitutional. The state has appealed a preliminary injunction issued against most provisions of the law, including the private property ban in the the Northern District. The Empire State took action over the summer to restrict Second Amendment rights following the U.S. Supreme Court's ruling upholding those rights. The top Republican in the Pennsylvania House is not yet ready to concede control of that chamber to Democrats. Brian Cutler says three special elections still need to be decided and only then will we know which party rules the roost in the PA House. We're currently at 101-101. That is not the first time that this has happened. I think the terms majority and minority, quite frankly, are misplaced because right now we're numerically tied. All three seats being filled in special elections were held by Democrats. As for GOP leadership in January, WGAL's Tom Lehman explains. Cutler will be joined by two Susquehanna Valley lawmakers in House GOP leadership. Seth Grove will be the chairman on the Republican side for the House Appropriations Committee. Meantime, Cheryl Delosier will be the caucus administrator. Cutler says he will not seek to be the State House Speaker come January. The teen accused in the Buffalo crash of a Kia last month is facing manslaughter charges. Four teens died in the accident. I'm not here to jam up a kid. However, this was a horrific incident. Erie County DA John Flynn says the 16-year-old suspect needs to be charged as an adult. I still don't think it's right that this kid is out playing video games when on Thursday of Thanksgiving, there's going to be an empty chair of four individuals at the Thanksgiving dinner table. All five passengers in the Kia were ejected from the vehicle in the October 24th crash. And residents of a Pennsylvania town who've been dealing with contaminated drinking water for over a decade may finally begin some relief. Family Life's Mark Webster. Yeah, Tracy, the irony for people living in the Susquehanna town of Springville is that their own water has been unfit to drink for 14 years since contamination was discovered, thought to be caused by a gas well driller. Now, residents of the town, whose plight was highlighted in the 2010 film Gasland, are set to have their thirst for clean water quenched by a pair of wells and a new treatment plant to be constructed by Pennsylvania American Water, which calls it a public groundwater system. Once those are built, pipelines will be laid to serve the tiny enclave of Divock and its 20 homes. Mark Webster, Family Life News. Thank you, Mark. Next at five, how can we focus on gratitude this season? Christian counselor Christopher Anderson fills us in. What can people do to incorporate a greater level of thankfulness into their Thanksgiving and Christmas celebrations? 
that very question seems to settle on our minds a lot this time of year. And I think partly because we all know deep inside as Christians, we want to be more thankful. God wants us to be more thankful for sure. And I think one technique that I incorporate into my counseling practices is called mindfulness. And this is basically a set of skills that helps to increase your conscious awareness of yourself in the present moment. And I think it's a good idea to consider how to increase your awareness and overall mindfulness as we approach the holidays. And the best place to start, honestly, I think is to practice a mindful awareness of God's presence with you at any moment in all situations. God is our ultimate reason to be thankful and grateful, and He will also give us the power and the strength to go through difficult times. One thing you can do, again, is to put that smartphone to work and to set a reminder or an alarm to go off at certain times during the day to remind you to just take a couple moments to pray, to maybe quickly read a psalm, to focus your mind on God, and give Him a quick prayer of thankfulness. To go along with this suggestion, too, is just take some time to give some concerted effort and focused thought and list out your blessings that you have in your life in addition to what we have in this nation. Make some time to also have very significant and focused conversations with your family members, with dear friends about being thankful. And this is such a huge way of increasing your awareness of God's presence, His character. Well, since we're in this tumultuous period of time in our history, Chris, any suggestions on how to reach out to those with whom we disagree during this season? That's a fantastic and a very timely idea, Brandon. And we ourselves have neighbors on our road with that. I don't believe they know the Lord, and they happen to fall on the opposite side of the political aisle. Now, simply reaching out and maintaining communications with them, dropping off baked goods, or even inviting them for a meal is just a great way to be neighborly, intentionally staying in contact with folks in order to show that you care and that you want to get to know them is really a time-tested way of building relationships and building those bridges. But sadly, it's also a tradition that seems to be decreasing with our increased busyness of our society and just the overwhelming nature of what it seems to be to just get through our days here in, in the society that we're living in. But by the way, that neighbor I was telling you about also loves homemade apple pies. And guess what? He's getting for Thanksgiving this year. I bet it's an apple pie. You're right. <laughs> it is. It's going to be fun delivering it to him as well. So, Well, how about sharing Christ with our unsaved loved ones? Any suggestions there? This is a really good time of the year to do that, especially as Christmas approaches. One thing that I suggest is to write a letter to loved ones, and it can be more of a form letter that, you know, you put inside the Christmas cards, you can send it to more than one recipient. Simply share how much their relationship means to you and why it's important that they hear from your heart regarding the gospel. Writing a letter and sharing the gospel is not only personal, but it's also easier than doing it face-to-face. You can always end your letter by saying that you'd love to have a conversation to follow up with them, but that you're going to leave it open to them to initiate that so that they do not feel as they are having it forced on them. So this not only conveys respect, but it also gets the gospel message to them in a way that is genuine, timely, and inviting as well. Like I said, it's Christmas card season anyway, so just include the gospel message along with your Merry Christmas greeting, and of course, consider sending it to your elected representatives as well. I mean, there's no reason why we can't include them in sharing the gospel as well. I mean, they need it, as do we all need it, but you know, it's good to include them in the gospel message as well. Share the gospel with our elected representatives. Yeah, that's a great suggestion, Chris. We need to be communicating with our elected officials, even if your choice for political candidates did not win their respective races. I mean, there's a chance that they still don't know Christ. Any final thoughts? I would just encourage folks to be mindful in keeping things simple. Now is a great time to sit with your calendar, plan out what you want to decorate, maybe block off some time for spending time with close family and friends. 
That's Christian counselor Christopher Anderson speaking with Family Life's Brandon Dixon. You can catch up on each of the Family Life news features at familylife.org slash radio, then podcasts. Time now for your market report brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Markets turning positive on this, the last full day of trading before Thanksgiving. Minutes from the Federal Reserve meeting came out today, indicating they see progress in their fight against inflation. To note, these comments were previous to October's Consumer Price Index numbers, which came in better than expected. So those remarks could be potentially viewed with even more positivity. Tesla was a big winner today after getting upgraded by Citi, jumping nearly 8%. Oil dropped $3, closing at $77 a barrel. The Dow added 95 points, the S&P 523, and it was a 110-point gain for the NASDAQ. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Thank you, Dave. You're listening to the 5 O'Clock Report on Family Life. Philippians 4.19 reads, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Hi, I'm Rob West with your Money Wise Minute. But what does that verse really mean? Obviously, the most important need God has provided is salvation through faith in His Son, Jesus Christ. But after that, is there a limit to God's earthly provision for us? Yes. Philippians 4 does not say, And my God will provide every want of yours, only your needs, according to His sovereign will. This flies in the face of the so-called prosperity gospel, which falsely claims that God will reward you with material wealth according to your faith. God's Word never promises material reward, but He'll always provide for your needs. Get biblical answers to your financial questions in the MoneyWise community. Download MoneyWise Biblical Finance in your app store or visit moneywise.org. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. I've got no weather-related issues locally or regionally on this night before Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving Day itself looks pleasant as well. Tonight, generally clear, chilly, low temperatures mid-20s to the mid-30s. Tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day, ample sunshine and pleasant, high temperatures mid-40s to low-50s. Friday, cloudy with occasional rain. That rain could end mixed with some snowflakes over the higher elevations of central and western New York. High temperatures Friday in the 40s and about the weekend. Partial clearing Saturday. Rain returns Sunday. And again, it could also end mixed with a bit of snow in the high spots Sunday night or Monday morning. Thank you, Kevin. Finally at 5, sports commentator Tim Tebow is encouraging us to not be people pleasers. I like making people laugh, smile. I like people having fun around me. I like joyful people. Taking to Instagram, he says gaining the respect of others is more important than being liked. I want to stand up for what's right. I want to stand up for good things. I want to stand up for Jesus. I want to stand up for life. I want to stand up for all these good things. But man, I hate when people say bad things about me. And then a lot of times... You'll say, but that's not even true what they say. And it'll consume you. He adds, One of my favorite quotes from Winston Churchill on Butcher It, but it's something like, if you have enemies good, it means you stood for something at least once in your life. And you know, he wrote that in a really tough time. The ESPN SEC Network sportscaster urging others to see God as your primary audience. Let's see God and be winsome in the process. That's the world we live in this 23rd of November. Thanks for coming along. I'm Tracy Lynn, Family Life News.